and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lankline and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Kristen. Yes. Have you ever worked with a virtual employee? Yeah. I mean, actually, right now we have a couple of people on our team who don't live in Columbus, so they work remotely. But even when I was in a corporate role, mm-hmm. I worked with uh, other artists and talent that were remote, weren't in our city. Yeah, I remember um, one time specifically you were working with a, a fairly well-known artist to do some hang tags or something. Yeah. And all of that came in virtually. Yes. We worked with a few different people. And think about like when you would be working, collaborating on photo shoots and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes we would go the shoot, but I didn't always. Sometimes they just sent me, I suppose it was a scan then, a scan of the the Polaroid Polaroid. (laughs) of, you know, what they, what they were shooting. So yeah, I mean, I think in creative work, um, not always being in the same space has been accepted and yeah. functional because of because you're using someone's talents right and where they're you know where they're executing those talents may not necessarily be in your office or right. your location and that's a great place to start because um the people in the creative industry have always been familiar with this sort of freelance um rogue kind of lifestyle that doesn't necessarily mean being in the office every day or having a full-time job every day and I can speak for myself saying that uh, there's been many times where I was a full-time freelancer you know self-employed and many times where I've worked in a corporation and I adored both mm-hmm. but and even, you actually also freelanced and worked from home sometimes oh yeah right you oh, yeah. had some it was, clients where you I was like I said I was a solopreneur and yeah. I had a, a desk and a bedroom and it was my office and I, yeah, I loved it. I mean, and I loved being in the corporate environment too. So, I mean, it's, that's, what's kind of cool about being in this industry is that you do have that flexibility and it's been around a long time. Um, the one example that I like to use is, you know, when you think back about, you know, if everybody who's watched the show Mad Men or remember how it was like back in the sixties and things like that, but that's a, a great example of how they would have freelance people come in and help them with particular projects. The, if they got the client, they sometimes hire them. Um, sometimes they're there just there for the presentation and then they would go and work somewhere else. But um, it was always that hired gun sort of mentality. When you needed help, you just brought people in and then they would go away. Yeah. So I think, you know, your point being like virtual is not new to the creative industry Absolutely by not. any means Absolutely and not, not new to us, you know, mm-hmm. portfolio creative, both for ourselves and the talent we work with. This so is ever the whole world has now had to start doing what we've been doing for a long time. Yeah, and while people might feel a little bit itchy about that, we thought we would talk about, you know, some of the perks that go along with having virtual employees. Yeah, and some of the challenges people have to mm-hmm. figure out to make it work. Like there are questions and concerns that people have, and, and we have some answers. Right, and I think probably the first one that people always come up with is, how do I know they're working? Yeah, and <laughs> I, so I'm probably not going to get this exactly right, but I heard someone recently say, if seeing people in your office is your management tool, then you don't know what you need from them. Yes. And I was like, oh, that is so good. Yep. Because, I mean, truly, how many places, you and I both have worked places where FaceTime was very important. Yep. You know, where, how long you were at your desk and mm-hmm. what exact time you showed up and, and left and all of those things. And the reality is, like... Y- 
people can be sitting at their desk and not getting work done. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't think managers should be babysitters. You know, you should not be watching them and what are you doing now and what are you what are you what are you looking at now and are you working are you working are you working yeah that's um, a trust issue to it me it's a total it trust issue it doesn't matter if they're in your office if they're at home if they're at a coffee shop you have given them an assignment to complete and they either complete it or they don't yeah and one of the things that i always liked hearing was um if you don't trust them then why do they work for you so in in some cases you are if you are hire, hiring a hired gun to do a project you know you got to make sure that you trust them and do the job and in some cases it might just involve some simple tools as far as you know checking in and setting goals and things like that but it's it's definitely a manageable thing I don't I don't like when people think that that's like they're kind of their knee jerk I don't know if they're working so therefore I have to have them here yeah that shouldn't be a barrier and you're right there's there's tools you know I have them track timesheets there's some there's all kinds of different time tracking tools Mm -hmm. that you can utilize to help people you know capture the hours on different projects and some and often this has come in the creative industry anyway often you have to do that because it needs to be billed back to the right client and you know we're pretty used to that kind of tracking anyway but the reality is that, you know, they're either accomplishing what you need or they're not. Right. And being right. in your office isn't going to inherently make them more likely to do so. Exactly. And a lot of it is just kind of, you know, um, good management on your part, uh, you know, really being clear on expectations, mm-hmm. setting up a schedule, mm-hmm. um, what check-ins, you check-ins, you know, what, check-ins, what's going to be done at a certain time and let's talk about it, you know, um, what's the status, you know, so, um, Virtual employees don't mean hands off. You still do need to manage, but it should not be to the point of babysitting. Yeah. And a perfect example is our team since we went fully remote in mid-March and, mm-hmm. and have been working that way still, you know, until further notice. Um, we have a, a morning huddle call every morning. Yep. People dial in. Here's here's what I'm working on. Here's something I need from someone else on the team. It's I think we schedule it for 15 minutes. It's usually five. Right. But it's everybody's like check-in point with each other, letting each other know, you know, maybe what they're going to do or if they need someone else yeah. to help. And, you know, that's a daily thing. That's not, you know, we have weekly meetings and so on too, but every day we check in with mm-hmm. each other. And, and I then, think it's it's great just so you can kind of hold yourself accountable. You know, I've told the team I'm doing this today. Therefore, I will get it done. You know, there's no excuses. So yeah, you're right. It's a lot of self accountability mm-hmm. for me. I mean, like, let's be honest, I wouldn't have to dial in. Nobody's right. gonna, you know, come yell at me. But I like it because it's like, okay, yeah, what did I commit to myself? This I was gonna I'm get done to, today. Yeah. Now I've committed to all of you. So I'm gonna go make it happen. <laughs> yeah. And another thing that's really um, great with um, virtual employees, too. And this is, um, not so much the the people that are already working for you, but if you find that there is a particular skill set that you need, uh, let's say for example, you're finding out that you know rather than people coming into your store, everything's going virtual. Oh my God, I need to set up a website now so people can buy things online. If you already don't have that, or I need to make it more, more robust, yeah. or I need maybe to, you have uh, a website but you don't have e-commerce, or right? Something. Right, or you, you yeah. need to start doing PayPal. There, you don't need to hire someone full time to do that. You don't need to ask somebody on your team to figure it out. You can hire somebody just for, you know, a few hours, a few days to set that up for you, and they work virtually like a little ghost in the night. They'll come in, they'll fix it, and then you're done. Yeah, and and I think just in general, access to talent mm-hmm. is a huge benefit to being open to remote work. I'm not saying like everyone has to have all remote employees forever and it's like 
the wave of the future right might be but the reality is at least being open to it Mm -hmm. opens up the pool of candidates you have access to in a much larger way for you know for lots of reasons obviously people who don't live in your location Mm -hmm. but may have really great specialized skills and and maybe they live in a place that doesn't have a lot of opportunities for them either so maybe it's a a mm-hmm. beautiful marriage you know maybe yeah. they live in a more rural area or something and and they're able to still live where they want or need to be and do great work and you get a great person like that's a really cool thing maybe tapping into someone who doesn't have you know they're not just like working for your competitor mm-hmm. um you could tap into people that are in different time zones which sometimes can be a benefit because right. maybe you're working and then they're Picking up and working after you're done. Right, like right. That can be kind of cool, you know, depending on your company. Or you get into the office and the work's all done. Yeah, you get <laughs> in and, and they've worked a different time zone, different schedule. You could tap into people that have maybe different abilities or different challenges that maybe they just aren't suited to work in an office mm-hmm. or aren't suited to a lot of social interaction that, you know, being successful in the office sometimes can require, but they could be incredible if they just are given the assignments and allowed to do them, you know, in their own space mm-hmm. at home. Um, they're, you know, finding people, maybe some of the people on the autism spectrum right, can be amazing workers if they're given like the right kind of space to do it. Right. In. But maybe they're not comfortable doing a lot of social interacting and chit-chatting with people in the cafeteria, but do you care if they do a great job? You right. Know? That and I've known some people who ha- do like coding and a lot of back end stuff that yeah. their setup at home is actually a lot better than they have at the yeah, office. Yeah. Cause they're, yeah, they're totally into it and they have amazing equipment and they, and, and, and work like that. And also often a lot of creative work mm-hmm. is very, you know, it's very cerebral and you don't want to be getting interrupted every 15 right, minutes. Right. Like you can totally get in your zone and really do great work with no distractions. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like just the option to work remotely, even if you have an office and they live in your city, the option to work remotely sometimes when they're like just really into a project can be a great benefit for the quality of the work you get. Right, right. And another thing that's kind of great too is um, having people work virtually is that you may not need it as much office space as you thought. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not you everyone. Grow your company needs without adding a single chair. Yeah, not everybody needs like a dedicated, you know, workstation and desk and all of those mm-hmm. things. And you might provide some equipment, although you know, some people, like you said, sometimes their personal equipment they love better. They have it set just mm-hmm, the way they want it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, maybe you don't need as much space or you need different kinds of space. You need like just collaboration space, but not like work desks, Mm -hmm, you know. mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that's kind of cool and, and, you know, this sort of ties into the time zone thing is, you know, different people have different schedules and it may be just like how they're wired. You're much more of an early bird than I am or it may be dynamics of their family i know a couple parents who love to get up and i assume they're also early birds love <laughs> to get up and do like a couple hours of work before anyone in their family right co- before right. the kids get up and so they just like get up and get some really great concentrated time you can't really do that in an office saying you can't like get up work from six to eight and then get have breakfast with your kids <laughs> right. when you're in an office right you know? and so it allows people to create a schedule that suits them and their Mm -hmm. life kind of how they're wired how maybe their family structure works and as long as you know they're available base you know during the basic core hours you need them right they may work a little earlier or a little later you know than than most other people 
as long as they're available for meetings or whatever, they're much more in their, you know, best work zone too. Right. And that we're going to see that flexibility um, being more and more key when um, it comes to the needs of employees too. Um, Some just need to be, um, maybe they can't come until nine, for example, because something's going on in their world that it just is kind of impossible. So let's say, all right, you can come in at 10, um, but we know that you're, you got up early to start working, you know? So yeah, it's having that split time that, you know, really is going to make, um, make or break getting some of the best talent too. Yeah. I feel like this whole, um, remote situation has just really pushed the envelope on some of the flexibility conversations we were already having. Right. We were already having for ourselves and with our clients. Like we'd already been talking about, sometimes people would ask for a slightly different schedule or Mm -hmm. different flexibility, or could they, you know, not, you know, not come into the office one day a week or whatever. Like some of that was already happening and being talked about, especially in the creative industry, Mm -hmm. maybe in others too. And I think that this being forced to work remotely has just pushed that conversation, you know, more to the forefront. And I guess for me at the end of the day, uh, you know, if you're a business owner or a manager or whatever, don't you just want to get the best out of your people right. and have them be their best, be their most engaged, their most energetic, mm-hmm. enthusiastic selves about, you know, working on whatever it is they're doing. And if that means, you know, they work better at 6 a.m. or 8 p.m., like, I guess I don't really care as long as as long as they're available when I need them and the work is being done right I'm probably getting even better work right from them right because they're doing it in a way that's best for them and I think if anything it's going to become more acceptable because the technology has involved evolved to the point where it's so easy anymore yeah. I mean I remember there was technology a technology has made it possible yeah there there was a time where you needed a desktop computer you yeah. know and you had this great desktop computer on your desk at the office right. and, and you, you might, had a desk phone and you had a desk <laughs> phone and you might not have had anything like that at home but now everybody has you know some form of computer you could um, get company laptops for people now and they can work from home or they can work in the office um technology can be set up for for phone calls for printing for pretty much everything um so that mobility if anything else has become so much easier just between the technology of the phones and the laptops and the and the internet in Mm -hmm. general yeah and and you're completely right it's like the technology is there to support it like Mm -hmm. you know you couldn't have had video meetings when we were all using dial-up modems like it just (laughs) you know couldn't handle it right and i think that's also you know sort of a conversely like something to really think about if you're considering remote work with someone is you know how do you ensure they have what they need Mm -hmm. i mean like some people do live in more rural areas that don't have great internet. Right. So can they truly do functionally do what you need? Right. Or, you know, do you have to help them get some sort of resource, you know, better internet or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to be able to execute what, right. what you need done? Maybe they could do the work and they're there, but they have to be able to get it to you, for example, or dial into that video right. meeting. So or is there a hotspot or some yeah. other thing that they can do to kind of make it, Right, you know, like make the, it work. The technology is available. You might have to help someone figure out how to get it, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. what, what technology they need, but it's out there now. But yeah, the, the best thing about this, though, is that you can, um, again, just really grow your business by adding virtual employees and not have to worry about, you know, having to, you know, buy a desk and a phone and a chair and all the desktop supplies and 
now maybe now we need a larger space and th- things like that too because I mean you're like okay here's what we're gonna do um, Monday Tuesday you know or Monday Thursday or well, actually what is it like Monday Wednesday um, X people work from home and then on Tuesday Thursday the other group can come in and you, now you're suddenly down to half the space and maybe yeah. Friday everybody works from home or um, something along those lines or you know so even just like things that from a real estate standpoint is such a huge cost savings let alone the desk and all the accoutrements that go along with having an actual person show up yeah yeah absolutely if you think about something like uh sales roles in a you know a lot of businesses maybe they'll have salespeople in all different cities and those people don't those people work out of like a remote like their home some people worked out their cars or, for the yeah. longest time <laughs> had like the huge hot files in the backs of their car and everything that frightens me that sounds creepy <laughs> but you know like maybe they work out their home or they work out of a um like a co-work space where but mm-hmm. it's not like like their company doesn't have a headquarters office nor does that person need that because they're probably you they'd know, never be in the office six hours of their day is out visiting a client right. anyway right so yeah so you'd just be wasting money on that it's really that idea only taken to a, a much yeah it's, you know everybody else level. it's allowing that sort of freedom for everybody else yeah and and I think really it just comes down to assessing the role mm-hmm. does this role fit with remote work or can it be done you know effectively in a remote way mm-hmm. or a partially remote way you know whatever the the need is and then putting the the technology and the tools in place to do it right and I would be remiss by not mentioning too that you know a great virtual employee can also come through a staffing company because that is what we do um so with that said you know you could have a person that's even of lower cost to you because now you're not talking about providing benefits and um all the 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 tax issues that kind of go along with bringing on new employees too. If they're working through a staffing company, the staffing company will take care of all of that. That person could work from home. You know, you just say, what sort of specialization do I need today? Let me call the company and have them find me a person. Yes. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau. We hope that you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to send us an email at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend. 